0: Hello and welcome to The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. And uh, definitely tonight, the most conservative, the most diverse conservative podcast in politics. Your host is always Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for watching. We are also simultaneously broadcasting live Facebook, YouTube, and Clubhouse. And uh, why Clubhouse do you say? Well, in case you want to call in and chime in on today's topics, it's kind of like a call in radio show. You join us on Clubhouse and then uh, we can bring you in live to the conversation. So look us up on Clubhouse. Look for The Yard sign room or look for uh, yours truly johnny torres on clubhouse uh, i'd love for you to follow me i'll follow you back um but uh, again lots to talk about today so we appreciate you uh, watching tonight's show better late than ever right they say is uh you know or uh, the other saying goes of course uh, the best things in life are worth waiting for as we're getting uh, started here uh, a little late uh, later than usual um but uh excited about our special guests for tonight and, uh, and of course we have our usual guests and uh we good all right so uh we're just making sure technically we're okay uh with us uh before we get into uh t- tonight's topics let's go ahead over to the big table and uh joining me tonight from left to right the one and only enable david cabrera hello sir hello oh I, can you hear me yep. can you hear me now uh, I okay ap-
1: I apologize uh, Johnny doesn't like it when I I speak into the mic
0: I <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to limit it to as much as possible I don't know We're what to- I'm here for, honestly <laughs> I, have, I have no idea uh-huh and uh joining us for the very first time even though you were a, a, a big supporter a big fan of us uh, early on uh it, crazily enough uh we've uh, never had you on the show before because you don't like me either but that's okay <laughs> it's okay he has a theme with minorities I, I, don't I, know. I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, don't know what it is. I don't know it is it's self-deprecating honestly <laughs> Willie Lawson, ladies and gentlemen, joining us for the very first time. Willie Lawson is a very good friend, uh, one of the amazing people I've gotten to meet uh, throughout my uh, many years now in politics, uh, you know, one of the diehards, one of the first people that, uh, you know, again, uh, is a cycle after cycle just kind of puts it all on the line there for candidates and uh, and for the cause. And uh, you also have your own podcast, which you've been doing now for quite some time.
2: I, I do. I do. Right, and, and the show we're doing now is, is a show called The Morning Report on Spreaker. Yeah, on Spotify and Ox and Deezer. So the morning report. it's uh, okay. called it the morning report. Is that right? the one you're doing with your wife? Uh, no, that is not the one. I do with, my, with, my, with okay. my wife. The one I do with my wife is called Real Talk with Deb and Will. Okay, uh, where we talk about marriages and relationships and Love stuff.
0: It. Yeah. yeah, it's cool yeah well thanks for coming on the show thank you for inviting me i, I know it. it's it's kind of like one of those things you know it's it's uh, when you know it's like coming back home you know when you've been away for a while you yeah, know you is. see that one familiar face that kind of makes it all right with the world once again so uh, you, i'm very very comfortable good this chair is not comfortable but i'm great <laughs> girl it is not comfortable oh, <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and uh, uh dive into today's topics one more time just to give you a primer on what to expect on tonight's show uh, we're going to open up with the florida sheriffs announcing two huge endorsements uh, uh for the 2022 races uh also biden polls continue to crash we'll check in with uh 538 and uh see where we're at uh, or you know and uh if it even matters at this point because it's just so abysmal P- Saki and margaritas uh unfortunately Hey-o. not a not a friday night in in south tampa uh we're talking about jen Saki on the view uh we'll, we'll kind of bring you up to speed on that and the mlb stings the rays uh we were talking about this just last week and uh kind of the audacity of sternberg you know to yeah. want to have a two-city team uh well we'll bring you the inevitable conclusion on that front uh as we uh, talk a little little baseball and politics which uh, we don't get to do very often so um florida sheriffs again uh, announcing today here in tampa of all places at the hyatt uh again you know because tampa bay is kind of the center of politics now um both announcing a major endorsement for Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, We'll get into why that's a huge deal in a second, but also maybe the bigger deal, 57, I think, out of the 67 uh, sheriffs in Florida have endorsed Governor Ron DeSantis for re-election. And uh, I got to do a... Interview earlier today with uh, our friends over at Telemundo uh, on uh, you know why and how that's going to impact uh, the upcoming elections, uh, but you know let's let's dive into the the why because honestly I wasn't expecting this I don't know that anybody was expecting this this early I mean it doesn't it seem like really early in the cycle in the in in the election cycle to kind of put out an endorsement like that
2: that would that would seem to be the case like we seem to be really really early to do this but so they must be sending some other kind of message yeah um with this are they sending a a message that you know what we don't really need anybody else to get in right now yeah nobody else need apply right because that seems seems to be what they're trying to send out to me yeah i I agree with you you either
1: hold the endorsement until closer to the primary season and like summer is when you yeah, probably throw yeah. something like that. Or you throw that in there saying, no one else jump into this race. And no. that's the only reason why. But I, I agree with you. It's very early. I was not expecting to see that kind of endorsement at this time in Florida. Right. I didn't even expect it out of Tampa. I'm yeah. shocked that so many more things are moving into the Tampa Bay area, especially when it's conservative, when we're not technically a, a red county anymore. Not so at all. I'm, a little, I'm very surprised. But, yeah, that tells, that tells everyone to – not to get back
0: in the race well especially when you've got a huge democratic primary uh including a former governor um and and really the only holdouts on the endorsement were the democrat sheriffs mm-hmm. which were wasn't even all of the democrat sheriffs i mean they're the 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 ones you would expect you know so broward county miami-dade west palm or palm beach county uh, I think Alachua, you know, there was some, you know, kind of other weird ones mixed in there. Um, but pretty much the ones who didn't endorse uh, the governor were the ones you wouldn't expect to. Uh, even though, uh, I don't a lot of people may or may not know this, I mean, not all of our sheriff's races are partisan across the state, you know, it just varies from county to county. Um, here in Tampa Bay, they predominantly are. What's always weird to me and what I learned, you know, you know early on in getting involved in politics was also that, In some counties, the sheriffs don't even have a background in law enforcement. You know, they're just hired, they're just elected like anybody else. Uh, I mean, you could literally go into a a, a county not become, for example, I don't think, uh, I could be wrong, but I don't think Sheriff Judd in Polk County. You hold your mouth right now. You do not. Whatever you're about
1: to say, you better hold that tongue, sir. I don't think I you had got a background in law enforcement. I have seen that man walk out to the podium with a Jesus gold chain oh after God. a drug bust. And I was like, I, he can do no
0: wrong. Well, he's wrong. also got a rap video out. He can yes. do no wrong. Yeah. So I advise you. But, but going back to- No, but I
2: think he came up through the system- there. Okay. Yeah. So maybe
0: I, I, I know that in some counties, again, they, they, are, they are elected just like anybody else, and no experience necessary. If you're the more popular guy on the ticket, you're going to get elected. I'm not surprised at that at all. There are some counties in Florida that you don't even have to have a a
1: background in education to be the superintendent. Like some counties are, girl, don't give me side eyes like that (laughs) with our our audience out here. Well, like
0: Mike Prendergast, who was formerly here in Hillsborough County, Mm -hmm. ran for Congress here in Hillsborough County. I don't know if you remember that. I remember. Um, Great guy, moved up to Citrus County. And has actually been sheriff there for some time. That's exactly not, right. but has, does not have a background in law enforcement. He's actually retired military. I think he was an Air Force guy, if I remember correctly. Yes, that's correct. Um, no background in, you know, no background in law enforcement, which again, really interesting. I did so
1: we like to always thank our audience for keeping us real and keeping us checked. Uh, Hector Gonzalez has officially confirmed that uh, Judd has a law enforcement background. He does. Okay. Awesome.
0: All right. But going back to your point that. Uh, Willie just made is what is the message they're trying to send? Now, to me, the biggest message sent today, because these were quote unquote, two different events, even though they happened in the same room, one right after the other. (laughs) Okay. So first the Florida sheriffs came out, 55 of the 50 of the 67 uh, sheriffs endorsed Senator Marco Rubio in the first event. Uh, Two more endorsed uh, Governor DeSantis uh, than, than Senator Rubio. And the reporter from Telemundo, uh, my friend Liz, who's posed a great question, which is why, like she was shocked. she was she wasn't as surprised by the governor DeSantis endorsement, oh. um, but, but but she was surprised by the Senator Rubio endorsement, and that one is a little bit more interesting to me, also given the fact that Val Demings, who's currently a congresswoman from Orlando. Um, has a law enforcement background. She's the former police chief of Orange County. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, of uh, Orla- of the city of Orlando. Orlando. Um, and her husband uh, it was also the former police chief in Orlando. And you would think that that might, you know, help someone in that situation. But I think that's kind of a, you know, like a, like a, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Um, because, I mean, let's be honest, if you know anything about her police record as chief, it wasn't a good one. And I think that makes it, and I think that made a difference. That was also the signal
2: that those sheriffs were sending, too. Yes, we know that you were a police chief, but you weren't our kind of police chief. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and, and again, it just very kind of bizarre for me and the, fact, the timing of it. Just so early on in the process, it's like, it's like, look, we know what we're doing here. We're just going to get it out of the way, and, and <laughs> let's just kind of, you know, and again, 57, 55, 57, 55 for Rubio, 57 for DeSantis, you know, out of 67. I mean, that's amazing, you know. And honestly, what I told the reporter in the uh, Telemundo interview was that this is really a result of what we are now seeing in, in the political divide as the law and order issue, And that Florida, we are fortunately seeing a drop in crime, um, a reduction in crime statewide, maybe not everywhere, but statewide, um, uh, versus California, New York, you know, Minneapolis, where they're seeing uh, the rise in crime, Portland you know, and, and, uh, despite, and obviously some of that's due to the fact that we talked about this in the last show, some of these Soros bought and paid for district attorneys who are also not out there, you know, prosecuting these people.
2: Like the guy from LA, uh, obviously bought and paid for by Soros and, um, basically letting, letting people who break the laws, criminals, basically they're getting arrested. And then five minutes later, they're back on the street. Yep. For those individuals
1: that want to get examples like that, I would recommend you go to our friend uh, Travis Horn's Facebook page and watch his back and forth with the attorney with the the county attorney general. uh, I think over the weekend at a uh, what is What are the events? The Uh, the um, Lions Club. The Tiger Club. Tigers (laughs) Club. And his uh, his final question was like, what kind of crimes do you like to prosecute? Because obviously
0: you don't like to prosecute when like people shoot other people. (laughs) Like the- <laughs> well he, you're right there was there was the shooting in south tampa mm-hmm. there were the riots uh up in the Carrollwood usf area yep. um you know and then there was um he brought up like two or three examples three examples i only remember two
1: of them and he said i have more and then the, the 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 gentleman was like ah you're picking and choosing i have examples and then travis yells i do too and i was like travis wouldn't have said that if he didn't have receipts yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and 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 you know, uh, to his credit, you know, he's going to put his money where his mouth is. He's going to launch a campaign against Andrew Warren. He's not mm-hmm. up for re-election this cycle, but he will be next cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you got to kind of start these things early. Uh, and again, we are seeing nationally what these Soros-bought and paid-for district attorneys are doing in relation to crime. And part of me almost wonders: is it a master plan to basically erode? you know, the, the, our society, our culture as we know it, um, you know, to again, kind of have this law and order be in disarray, you know, as we've seen with all the protests, with all the, you know, with, with the, the riots, with, with now, you know, okay, you can steal up to $1,000 and you're okay. When, when you fundamentally
1: believe that the criminal justice system that you are representing is fundamentally flawed and that you feel like you have to protect the electorate, then yeah, you're gonna make it to where you want the system to collapse. Yeah. And you don't, you don't feel that you're
2: doing anything wrong when people definitely did not vote you in for that to happen. No, and, and when, you, when you combine all of that with things like the Great Reset, mm-hmm. they need these systems to fail. Right. They need them all to fail because it's like anything else, I will cause the chaos and then I will swoop in as the hero at the end to fix it, right? So they need they need the chaos, they need the failure. Well, for
0: them to be able to say, "Hey, look, this isn't working. We got to We got We got to do something else. We got to start all over here. We exactly. got to start from scratch." So, um, so uh, again, kudos to the Florida sheriffs on their big uh, endorsement today. And, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, always happy to see my former boss doing well. And not that I think he's, you know, I mean, he's going to have a challenge uh, with Val Demings, but it's not. <laughs> I I find it hard to. If if she couldn't capture really the attention of the party at large, you know, when they were kind of looking at VPs and looking at, you know, she's she's not gonna be she's not gonna be much uh, to deal with. For this uh, upcoming Senate uh, election, so uh, I think both uh, Senator Rubio and Governor DeSantis are going to be in good shape uh, for these uh, midterm elections. Let's go on to the, our next topic. Uh, as uh, Biden's polls continue to crash, you know when we last reported, I think we were talking. Uh, one particular poll had him at thirty-three percent, um, and of course, things are not getting better. Um, uh, this uh, COVID website has been a mess. This uh, <laughs> this. Uh, they're finally caving to sending people testing kits to their house. Well, it's going to be like another two months, I think, mm-hmm. uh, before they're back. even able to roll that out. Um, so it just seems like everything that they touch turns to, you know what. Um, and uh, as we uh, we were looking at uh, not only a, a poll that you mentioned, um, but also, you know, I... I there's so many of these out there and there's so many different calculations and formulations as to how they come up with these numbers i like to look at the averages Um, and so one of the websites we go to is 538 Um, and for those of you who don't get the relevance of 538 that was the margin of victory uh, that put uh, george w bush over al gore Um, but here looking at the presidential polling so far uh, again just the, the it continues to tick upwards in the disapproval range, and you got a 53.4% disapproval rating. Uh, rating only 42.2% actually approve of his job. Um, and uh, and again, these are these are the, the same people that put him in office. I mean, it's a lot of moderates, it's a lot of uh, Democrats, and and even some of your maybe your non Trump voters. Um, and uh, and sad to say, I mean. I, they'll never admit it, but I think we we probably most likely would have been better off, you know, under a continuation of the Trump administration. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, that's, that was our wanting, that was our, you know, choice. I mean, I don't know about you, Willie, but, um, but, uh, you know, how can you look at this and say, gosh, I mean, you know, think about what if, what if we'd gone the other way?
2: No, you know, that, no, just for the record, that was my choice.
0: Um, I didn't want to assume.
2: I don't don't want any crap from y'all because I know how y'all can be. Um, (laughs) Vindictive. Oh, boy. Oh, my Mm. my Mm. goodness. But anyway, no, and and, and I think that's what people are finding out. We were talking before we started, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. There are so many, I think, regular work a day Democrats that may not be politically involved. We might not hear from them, but they're looking at what's happening and saying, what the hell? Yeah, this is this is awful. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what they told me what what, what would happen, and you know what? And to
0: be honest, this is probably what they were expecting under the Trump administration. Yes,
2: exactly. And the idea is they thought that COVID was going to help them. Yeah. But how viruses work? Because if you've been to a school in the last fifty-five years, uh, you know how viruses work. (laughs) This is how it was going to work out anyway. Right. This is how it was going to go.
0: Yeah.
2: And. so they were thought they were going to be able to use COVID. Um, they, you know, they, they used COVID to get in, and they thought they were going to continue to, to be able to control it. But viruses have a tendency to become less virulent, less important. And now, with their sort of reaction to it, the president said that he's going to shut down the virus, not the country. <sighs>
0: And that's the first thing he did. Yes. The first thing he did was shut down the country. <laughs> Crazy. You know, he didn't walk back any of the closures that President Trump did, you know, to the foreign countries. Uh, and, and then... And, and then he stopped a bunch of black people from coming here um, recently Ooh, from African countries. Oh, that's right. From South, South Africa. So does right? anyone hear it? Does yeah. anyone hear anything about that? No. Can you imagine if President Trump had, had actually stopped travel from South Africa? <laughs> They're
1: still mad at him. they
0: be there, doing that with the Arab countries. Right. But there would have been riots in front of the White House. I mean, yeah. there would have there would have been Protests for days.
1: Yeah. These uh, numbers show that the rest of the country, uh, the, the Hispanic voters, the black voters, yeah, even within the black vote, it used to be like 86%. Now it's into the 60s of yeah. approval. Hispanics is below water. Women are below water. And it's just the continuation of the erosion of the idea of, well, he was elected to get us back together and to bring us bring us together and kumbaya and everything else and then the first year it's nothing but bombshells of policies and you're we had this conversation earlier that is not the biden that we were expecting in the white house no one voted for the biden well what's crazy is
0: everybody thought that he was going to be this kind of bipartisan you know like you were saying like this kumbaya kind of president and let's all get together and kind of sort figure this thing out and then he walks in and one of the first things he says is he wants to be an fdr type of president You know, well, I mean, you look at FDR and he was one of the most transformative presidents Mm -hmm. in our history, you know, and and obviously for the better, for worse, I mean, is, is up to debate, you know, but you know, you look at it, it's funny because there are the parallels. I mean, but you're never going to get a new deal passed again, I think in this country. Um, I think it, again, the, the, the parties are too divided for something like that Correct. to, to, to happen. So they are now kind of implementing this, you know, uh, pe- by piecemeal. Peacemeal. Um, and then, you know, what's funny is going back now when he was campaigning and his criticism of president Trump, when he came to the Ukraine, in the russia situation um and realizing now how weak biden mm-hmm. is on that issue even though he was talking a big game during the campaign um and his and is almost absent in that whole situation uh, aside from telling americans that are in the ukraine to to evacuate um you know so again his approach to a lot of this foreign policy seems to cut and run <coughs> it seems to be just a cut and run i i would
1: not have expected actually yes i completely expected this to happen <laughs> when it came to international policies we've uh, the last five or six the last so the last president that had any idea of foreign policy was papa bush was really the right. the last time he was he ran the cia he understood foreign policy he was really good about that
0: and ever since then we've had people that just just phone it in well, he was actually the most qualified president, in my opinion, that we ever had. H.W. In, in Bush. Our oh, yes. yeah. H.W. Bush was easily the most qualified. In yeah. terms of, again, having worked. You know, having worked for the government, mm-hmm. having worked in the government, you know, and then eventually becoming president. I mean, he probably toppled at least two governments while he was at the CIA. I mean, these <laughs> things are just are facts. <laughs>
2: and and so, so you're uh, saying that, that Papa Bush was like a command from um, Scandal? Do you know
1: what? Like, we are not having
2: this conversation.
1: <laughs> we are. We are. I will say this. It is becoming crazier and crazier out there that I wouldn't be surprised if we have a Pelican brief situation well, when it comes to the two Supreme Court, not three. Democrats
0: that are refusing to retire from the from the courts. Well, funny enough, when I was a kid, I was super obsessed with the JFK conspiracies, um, and still find it in, uh, unbelievably fascinating. Um, one the one of the ones that, that intrigued me the most was that George H.W. Bush was in Dallas, Texas, the day the JFK got shot. While he was, I believe, either in the CIA or serving as director of the CIA. He was Huck, I'm telling you. He was not, <laughs> Dude, Huck. no he's
1: not. <laughs> he never got rid of an entire bus of, jur- of jury selections. That, that you know of. <laughs> Again, I. At the end of the day, I think we give our government way too much credit. <laughs> if you, if, if we weren't able to tell when the when the when a USSR was going to fall or if they were going to invade Belarus, then we're not going to be able to figure out anything else. I am I'm, I'm very surprised that we're in the situation now where he a lot basically told the Russians where where the line is. Yeah, and and is coming from such a weak position right now, and so now we got rid of we got out of Afghanistan, we're
0: gonna start something in Ukraine. His own, his own senators don't give him any respect. But that's, I mean, look at Mansion and Cinema. They literally said, "Hey, dude, go walk the plank." No. And like they're they, the and they're the ones that said it to his face.
1: Yeah, because you know, and we all know this. If there's one, there's probably five or six more. Oh that yeah. are, are saying we're going to vote, but please. Well, not we vote talked for us. about this. I mean, yes.
0: Mansion and Cinema are kind of carrying the flag, and they, you know, can. when it comes to the opposition of 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 what this administration has been trying to do on the Democrat and side. And but there's, there's more yeah. behind them and that nobody
1: talks about, and their state allows them. Yeah. to be the way they are. Cinema's not Cinema's getting reelected. Yeah. Manchin is going to get reelected easily. Yep. Easily cuz yep. they're cuz their constituents wanted them to do that. So when they say, "Oh, we have uh, when when Bernie says that we should kick them out of the Democratic Party, they're not in their own districts, they're not going to do that." So yeah. I don't know why you guys are talking like that. Crazy smack. And again, with the FDR and everything else. You think people are, "Oh, he had a mandate." No, he didn't. He had fifty senators and right. like, three seats out of to lose in the house. Yeah. That's not a mandate. That's a. Right don't do anything and let's get through yeah. these 4 years. No,
0: you, apparently you only get a mandate when the media says you do. Yes. You know because according to the same media, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia does not have a mandate. And so why is he pushing so far to the right? He doesn't have the mandate to do this. It's like, yeah, okay. All right, just shut up and sit in the back and you know, let 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 the <laughs> let the adults kind of handle their business because um, you know, you know the media again, they're I think they they get frustrated and angry when things don't go their way. You know, when, when, you know, when they want to call the shots and it doesn't kind of go that way, you know, it's when they push back the hardest.
2: Well, yeah, you know, uh, my first real interview was with Andrew Breitbart and, 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 and he said to me, good. if yeah, that's a good one. Oh my God, he was, he was, he was awesome. He was awesome. I was miserable. I was so bad in that interview. He was so good. <laughs> he was so gracious. Yeah. Um, but he, but he said, whoever controls the narrative feels they control everything sure
0: (laughs) but that's why they're pushing so back so hard on uh pushing back so hard on rogan (laughs) because rogan is changing the narrative and the and the they don't understand how one guy with one podcast is changing the national narrative on some of the most pressing issues of the day and that's why they're trying to take him down because he has the he has his finger on the pulse of the nation yeah. more people is, listen to his
1: podcast than, than any of the than any of the primetime cable news shows <laughs> yes. i think combined yes and and they hate that so much because they don't have the power anymore right and we've all seen this coming i mean just doing this podcast the amount of people that you touch and the the times that we're out and about we get no. we get asked about the program we he has the pulse of the nation hap- happening which is more independent more centrist and just get out of my way just leave me alone yeah. the country is moving more in the direction of leave me alone yeah. and the current on both sides really don't understand that that's where the nation is going to a more isolationist which americans have always been you if you really yeah. understand american history you understand that we were dragged into world war one we right. were dragged into world war ii right and we hated being. We hate having to be dependent on anyone else for for over a hundred years. Yeah. We had to be self sufficient on everything because you could, you couldn't get back to the you couldn't get back to the continent in less than six months, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And so you had to live, you had to survive. And now, only now, I think the last I think since globalization that a majority of our infrastructure in our in our supply chain is outside of the control of the U.S., which is
0: fast, quickly changing. So. Right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching The Yard Sign, the uh, most uh, diverse conservative podcast in politics. So I'm going to milk that one tonight as uh, we have a Nebel, David Cabrera, and Willie Lawson joining us uh, with tonight's commentary. Lots to talk about. Uh, again, don't forget you can uh, subscribe, listen, uh, share, like. I mean, do, do all the things. Uh, you know, we really need your support coming into the midterm elections. Uh, and again, anytime you share this program, anytime you subscribe, it's a huge help to the program. Um, uh, looking at the numbers actually just before the holidays we were i think number 163 in 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 the country of podcasts related to the government um this thing yes <laughs> i know crazy <laughs> wow and, and and congratulations and, and unfortunately oh no, due, to our, due to our little three-week hiatus we've kind of dropped off so we're like right at the 200 mark we're, we're right at the 200 mark right now um but i think you know again in a few weeks i think we'll we'll kind of be climbing back up the charts yeah um but it's amazing and and that's actually only the audio version That's just counting the audio version of the show. So, uh, very, uh, impressed and excited, um, you know, that you've been able to join us on this ride and and that we continue to build this show. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the audio version of this podcast on all the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, odyssey, and now Samsung podcast platforms. Um, so we appreciate you looking us up for the audio version of this podcast as well. Again, if you'd like to chime in during the show, we're broadcasting live on clubhouse, uh, join us in there and, uh, Just raise your hand. We'll get you in here so you can comment on today's topics as well. Let's go into our third topic of the night, which is sake and Margaritas. Uh, And unfortunately, we have not transitioned into a lifestyle show. We're talking about Jen Saki on The View, of all things. Uh, Of course, uh, you know, it's, it's now been what? Maybe... Six, six or eight years since the view kind of went political and, and, and figured out it kind of works for them, and and they've they've kind of really been pressing on the the whole political thing first. For some time now.
1: I've always known them as political. I don't know what you No, you're right. they weren't. They were when more Ro- of a life when Rosie O'Donnell and the other white chick got into a huge argument. The of, other white chick. Well, they're all white. I don't <laughs> Megan McCain? No, it wasn't Megan McCain. It was um Oh, the original blonde. Yes. Yes, I know who you're and talking so about. And so they went at it when it comes to gun control or something like that. That's when you re- that's when it yeah. went political. And everyone was falling into their specific roles and responsibilities. Yeah. Uh having McCain on there was amazing. I think it gave a lot of father father to, yep. father to to um the tim dylan if you have not watched uh the comedian tim dylan and no. his uh portrayal of
0: uh, mccain she it's phenomenal and i advise you to go watch it and um well, but in getting back to the issue, so, you know, Democrats now, went because, again, they're, they're in such an unfavorable position right now, they've been running to The View, hoping that if they reach out to America's suburban moms, that, you know, their, their favorability ratings are going to somehow magically uh, reverse course. Uh, but Jen Psaki, I think it was last week, went on The View. And uh, do you have the transcript? Were you able to pull that up? I, I do have
1: the transcript, but I will say this. And it was Elizabeth uh, Hasselbeck. There you go. It That's was the individual. Amazing. They're not wrong. The way you win elections in this cycle, and again, I've been hearing this on a lot of Republican conventions and, and conferences is that you have to get the suburban housewife. If yeah. you can get the suburban housewife, the suburban soccer mom that are very hesitant to vote Republican or very hesitant to vote for 45, then you, you have to figure something out. Yep. And so that's what they're gonna really be focusing on. So yes, um, Jen was on The View over the week on Friday and they were discussing... Um, the White House press secretary uh, was turned turned into venting on Friday as she expressed her frustration over the devastating week following the failure of multiple Democratic policies. And so they were talking about Bill Better that failed. They were talking about the voter bill that failed the the, um, the Supreme Court. Fail, a failure when it came pushed back with mandates. So these were her words. So my advice to everyone out there who is frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, or fed up with all of these emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita and do whatever you need to do this weekend. So you can wake up on Monday morning and we can all continue to fight.
0: Which you would imagine by a statement like that, that they are somehow the underdogs in this situation when they are currently in complete control of our government. It's about controlling the narrative, you know what that is. Yeah, but you know what's funny is the Obama administration was actually the one that started this whole thing. <laughs> let's blame it on the voters. Mm-hmm. Let's blame it on, let's blame our shortcomings on the constituents for not being active or vocal enough. Uh, let's, let's blame our shortcomings on anybody but the people who are actually responsible for making these things happen.
1: Well, of course, it is always the voters. Uh, fault when it comes to these kind of things like that's you're you're blaming you're putting what you're putting the cart in front of the horse like literally you are blaming the person the people that put you in that position as as leadership and it's going to continue to have this fodder because they're going to get more and more upset because again their notion is that they have a mandate to make these changes into society when you're like no you don't have a mandate. You don't have the votes. Right. Literally, this is a Hamilton. Even within expert. their own party, you don't got the votes. Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like these, we've seen this. We've seen this play before. I don't know what you want me to do about this. You're not going to win if you don't have the votes. And they're yeah. pretending they're so. They think they're so high and mighty that they have the votes, and they don't. And you're gonna the punishment that the electorate's going to give you is gonna going to be amazing. You're me wrong. We are going to be partying for the whole night november 7th oh yeah and into november 8th <laughs> it's when we're probably going to get home and we'll probably be on this podcast all night too yeah because it's going to be that much of, of that's where the mandate is shown right. the house will have a mandate when it's 60 plus above and if we can get if we can get more than eight senates and that, which i don't think we'll. i don't i think we'll get control i don't think we'll get much control in the senate though it's gonna be. It's, I don't know where the White House thinks it's supposed to do with this. With this now, they're getting. It's getting worse and worse. And then what she? What does she say? Instead of saying, "Oh, we're gonna change tactics, we're gonna change policies," no, we're gonna go back and talk to the people that we need to talk to to make sure these
0: policies can go where they need to go. <laughs> well, and it, well, to, and to that point, I mean, it goes back to the fact that what, what the Americans want to see is for you know, again, their government to actually get things done and the problem is is that they have not been able to get anything done. And anything they were supposed to do, they continue to screw up royally. Mm. You know, and so they keep digging themselves in a deeper hole and and again, they they've they've pretty much now uh, guaranteed themselves a position a, a position where they're going to be lame ducks for the next 2 years.
2: I think you make I think you both ha- have made a mistake. <laughs> Nobody watches the view. <laughs> Well, wow, that's a whole. Nother only thing. y'all watch the view. Oh, no, I did not. Uh, no, I, no, no.
0: Let's because no, all, Y'all
2: don't watch the view. Do not. Do not. Only some of y'all watch the view.
0: Do not. Curse I only anyone. watch so, the view out the back. So, uh, the, the back window of my
2: house. Yeah. So <laughs> what they're trying to do. So what they're trying to do is that they're trying to reach the people you're talking about, but they're not reaching those people either because those people aren't watching anymore either. Right. Yes. Because those people are frustrated, like like you just said, because all the things that they thought were going to happen or they were told that were going to happen. Aren't, aren't happening. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a lot the opposite. This is this is what they warned us about Trump about. Yeah. It's happening to them now, and they can see this. Soccer
0: moms aren't stupid. Well, the other thing that they're criticizing about you know, that whole little charade, you know, that she put on was the fact of how out of touch she is oh, with average, with average Americans. That
2: poor woman doesn't, you know, the fact no that, clue.
0: you know, people can't afford a monthly kickboxing lesson. People can't afford, you know, margarita at a fancy restaurant other than an evil David Cabrera. Uh, you know, the average, not, the average American out there is I, struggling I, I, right I, now to make ends meet. And she's so out of touch Miami because vice. again, in DC, that's the life. Right, you go to work, you go to your kickboxing class, you go have a margarita and do it all, all over all over again the next day. I will say this, there's a really good
1: margarita place in the corner of Capitol Hill, right next to the White House. It's actually, re- it's really good. It's not that expensive. I've actually been there multiple times. So I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna pull any names. However, I will say, I, I, am, I, I am very surprised how quickly we learned how White that woman was just by her her yeah. who like my wife takes a bo- a kickboxing class <laughs> that's because she's <clears throat> you know what I'm gonna stop <laughs> yeah no, I would suggest <laughs> because you have to I sleep sometimes that. that. that's yes. right
2: you have to sleep sometimes but
1: like as soon as she said the kickboxing which is so specific like yeah I was like <sighs> and you can totally see her being the
0: type I guess. She- I'm going to stop. I cannot go any further and this. I'm sorry. I cannot. But the other thing that shows, you know, again, how, how asleep at the wheel this administration is because another press secretary going out there and saying the things that Jen Psaki has said time and time again would have been fired a long time ago. You know, one of the other things is apparently she posted, I think to social media, she posted uh, a picture of her standing with a sign and saying, we stand with Ukraine. You know, it's like, you were literally the the head, the figurehead of diplomacy for the United States, and you're out there holding a stupid sign on Instagram. She was also the press and secretary for the Pentagon. No, it was the, like, sec- it was the State Department. The State Department. Under though. Hillary Clinton, and she came out with the hashtag. It was this little sign with the hashtag. It was like, save our girls, or whatever the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the cry was at the This time. isn't her first rodeo,
1: which is yeah. what's upset, starting to upset me, that this is not her first rodeo when it comes to her being on a podium, that everyone is listening yeah. to her. And she's making such devastating mistakes. I don't know how much longer she's going to be
2: on there. I think she's. No, going look. I think. If, she's, uh, if no. If they, I they think haven't fired look.
0: her or Fauci, like
2: nobody's getting no, fired. If they have not. Exactly. That's my point. I mean, I mean why would they fire? Why would they fire her? She's doing exactly what they want her to do. Sure. Yeah. For for the rest of us, we're going. What the heck? Are you serious, Mister? Yeah. G- Mister Gonzalez says that she is another.
1: She's an. She's another proof of the concept of failing upwards. Failing upwards, yes. Yeah. It, it, that makes
0: complete sense. Because because that hashtag thing was, yeah. uh, was utterly embarrassing, you know, for, for not only the State Department, but for Hillary Clinton as well. I mean, again, it showed how out of touch they were. Uh, again, this is the State Department who's supposed to be dealing with foreign affairs and the best they can do is a little hashtag on a piece of paper. That's it.
1: Her memes are getting so much worse and worse. And how many times did she say, oh, we'll get around to it. Not get around, but we'll... I'll circle back to you. Circle, yeah, back. circle back. She just kept yep. on using that for like four back. months. And right. everyone was like, you have a staff yourself. You're yeah. telling me that no one is watching you after you do your broadcast? Don't get me wrong. I don't watch the show after I do the broadcast either. <laughs> However, I'm not getting paid
0: $200,000 and basically the, the mouthpiece for the free world. She should have she lost her job, I would say maybe two months into the presidency. Mm-hmm. Or at least um, rotating her out, something like that. Yeah. All I'm, right. I think she's running in the government. <laughs> Look. I mean somebody is. I think she's in charge. Who do you think it's is running? It's not Kamala. Who do you think is running nope. the government? I think it's I think it's an, I think it's a twenty seven year
1: old intern <laughs> working at the White House <laughs> that happens to be like George Soros' like granddaughter. Or it's that like guy
0: that. who did the COVID videos with the long nails oh, and the my gosh. you know and the high pitched voice. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy his TikTok. Oh God. <laughs> on that one uh thank you everybody again for watching the yard sign enable david cabrera willie lawson joining me tonight for a very uh, amusing conversation on uh, today's topics Uh, we appreciate you for watching as well don't forget our youtube channel where you can like subscribe and see every single episode we've done coming up soon we're going to be doing interviews with candidates uh from the Tampa Bay area and more. Uh, And so those will be exciting. If there's someone that you think we should uh, interview, please uh, send us your suggestions through any of our social media platforms. Uh, We'd love to uh, get that list rolling and make sure we hit on some of the candidates that you'd like to see. On this program, don't forget you can subscribe to the audio version of our podcast uh, at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung Podcast platforms. Uh, our uh, we're circling back to another topic, but <laughs> from a topic from last Hit week. The button, as, uh, oh, oh, trust me, it's been too long. He doesn't yeah, remember no, what know, There we go. Right? <laughs> yep. Did
1: it go off? See, and this is why we <laughs> <can> have nice <laughs> things. Yeah
0: uh <laughs> um, it's circling back to one of last week's uh topics uh we were talking about the audacity of uh, sternberger the owner of the tampa bay rays uh to basically try to pull off this scheme to get two new stadiums uh for the tampa bay rays one here in tampa bay in tampa specifically um and the other one in was it montreal or toronto Montreal Montreal. Montreal. Um, you know, so long live the Expos. Um, yeah, I still have I, I have a blanket from when I was a kid and it has all the original teams on it. Really? So yeah, it has like the Expos logo on there. It has, uh, uh, I think one or two other teams that, that aren't around anymore. but
2: um, <laughs> Washington Senators?
0: Oh, no, it doesn't go back that far. Um, but again, uh, the uh, Major League Baseball uh, came out and uh, I mean, just squashed it. I mean, just squashed it real fast and, and, nasty. and It wasn't
1: a very long statement either. <laughs> no, was,
0: no, you cannot do this. Yeah, which again, I'm not. I mean, he's been floating this idea for two years now. It's How is like, it only now we're getting an answer from the governing body? I think because we're also getting close to the end of the the, the contract, agreement yeah. with with the Saint Petersburg and
1: Saint Pete's done.
0: They oh they're, are, they're done they've moved done. on they've moved on
1: they've already like they're prepared to sell the paper they're, they're prepared to sign papers to sell the property to build out towers oh, they already have the plans they, uh, i don't think they've approved they, them yet but there's like five in the running and they haven't approved yeah. which one they want yet and they what they suitable. should do is
0: approve my idea which i think still think is the best idea of all of them because you think all of your ideas are the best of course idea. but what what better way to put <laughs> saint petersburg on the map right and to steal some of tampa's thunder Um, than to build a world-class convention center, maybe even something similar to what Orlando has, uh, right in the heart of St. Petersburg. You are less than 20 minutes from the beach. You are less than 10 minutes from downtown St. Petersburg. You're in downtown St. Petersburg, practically. Um, And it's something that this region does not have. The Tampa Convention Center is nice and all, it's you know, not big but it's, it's not, not big, big enough. enough. It is not big enough.
1: And they're, and they're doing a reclamation right now actually to expand. To the, Yeah, but it's going to be like a little restaurant that well, hangs no, over the, no, the water. So it's going to be a restaurant and then meeting space above it. Right. So if they're, they are expanding. They're trying to expand. I think they're even they're talking about adding a, a third floor okay. of meeting space. But like, again, it wasn't designed to do any of that. Right. So that's where we were having the bigger problem. Like, again, I completely agree with you when it comes to that concept. It needs to be, it needs to be probably double the size. Maybe You already the have of the Orlando. hotels, it's already yeah. surrounded
0: by hotels, it's surrounded by living, you know, residences, so it's got oh, the yeah. whole multi-use thing everything. down. Yeah. Um, I think a world-class uh, convention center. There would go perfectly. the the, the space is sufficient, um, and uh, and again, like how much more attractive of a location can you get? Being well, it is Saint Pete. between the beach between the beach and downtown Saint Petersburg. What do you have against Saint Petersburg? I have to cross a bridge, oh, but God. it is Saint Pete.
1: It is Saint Pete. But
0: Saint Pete is not what it was when I moved here in two thousand and six. I mean, none of this is like no, it yeah, I moved nothing, here it, in nineteen ninety seven for those
1: that have been here for our entire lives. <laughs> but
0: the idea, but the idea for
2: me is, I don't know what they can do. People didn't co- go to the games, forget crossing the bridge. People who didn't have to cross the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Who are retired, who have anything right. else to do. have all the time yeah. in the world. Who have nothing else to do, Said. To Eh, nah, nah. Well,
0: that's what I said in the last show. Is that Saint Petersburg doesn't care about baseball anymore? <laughs> not at all. Saint Petersburg is not a baseball town anymore.
1: No, um, well, all those people now, have died.
0: Now Pinellas <laughs> County does. <laughs>
1: uh, am I lying? Am I lying? All those people that you, I used to go to the games in the '90s and the early 2000s, and again, I was one of the few Hispanics that were at those games. Yeah, you're also one of the few that actually crosses the bridge to go to a game. <sighs> That you'll cross the bridge for for games we were we we would either it, again it was either my mother in law or it was a game. That's the only reason why mm-hmm. we crossed across the bridge. Mm-hmm. And even then, we were given tickets, we would still wouldn't go because it would just it would just make sense for us to go anymore. And those people that I used to go to baseball games in the
0: 90s and 2000s are literally no longer on this earth. They are with Jesus or their partner. But again, but, <laughs> but we've seen this happen time and time again, not only here in Florida, but even in other cities where, like, let's use Miami, for example, okay? You know, the Florida Panthers moved from downtown Miami to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you know, they moved out to West... Sunrise and, in, in, you know, West uh, Fort Lauderdale we moved to Hialeah. and, and, and again, they're, they're struggling. They were struggling in attendance. They're doing okay now because they're one of the top teams in the league. But again, the, the, my, the Florida, sports fan is very fickle Mm -hmm. and look at what happened with the marlins they moved the marlins from the county line they moved it into deep miami and nobody cares there's still nobody going to these games despite the fact that they tore down the orange bowl and then they rebuilt you know this monstrosity on it with a retractable roof built the taxpayers for it in a huge scandal and again nobody goes to the games in fact People were going to the Marlins games to watch the Heat games because the Heat games were sold out. And the only reason the Heat games were sold out was because they were playing well. You know, but during this, like, little previous to this season, because they're playing well right now, you know, there was a lull there. And, again, what happened – the attendance dropped off and all of a sudden you couldn't sell tickets. You couldn't give away tickets to pop.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the problem is that you both know most people are f- from Florida are from somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. And they bring their team loyalties here. Mm-hmm. And especially when they live in a place like St. Pete, when they, you know, God's waiting room. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that should be on a banner. But I've it's gotten a lot better. When you God talk is, about the it, nightlife and you be. talk about
0: the restaurants, it's, and a little talk, better. it's gotten a lot better. There's more choices. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly better than downtown T- Tampa. That's because we have our. That's cause we have Ybor City.
1: Like what I else do remember. you have in St. Pete that that you can go to club? No, nowhere. It's downtown St. Pete, and they get. I agree. They've done a much better integration when it comes to their downtown, and we are about ten years behind that. So I'll give it to them. But we already have South, we have Soho, we have Ybor City. We have now, and now we're building places around downtown Tampa, <laughs> and we're the infrastructure is being put in there. So there'll be about forty thousand people living in downtown by the end of the decade, right? And that's how that builds out. But when it comes to St. Pete, well, that's and, why it's worked for St. Maybe because and they've all yes, those condos but gone. now we're doing the same thing so really and it's it's going to be surprising where the rays are going to end up because the land is being chopped up that yeah. area in ybor city will not be there much longer you cannot do you cannot build a, a 30 000 a thirty thousand person stadium in in channel side anymore that land right. is gone like yep. where else are you going to build you're going to build on top of the race on the uh, the 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 dog tracks in the mm-hmm. middle of East Tampa. I mean,
0: the, the, the limit. Yes. Are, on Nebraska
2: Brass <laughs> Avenue, right down the street from my house. Honestly?
0: Yes. It, is it is works. that not what Let they always do, do, do? Is that not what they always do? Well, because. It has the pro- land. It well, has uh, the uh,
2: land. It has the land. And, and he, you can gamble they, there, too. They can come in and buy it for cheap. Yeah. And yeah. and Sternberg is, is, is all he wants is oh, money. Oh, he is. That a, actually is what not. cheap beep, beep, beep.
0: I, I actually hadn't heard that that consideration of a location, but that actually makes a lot of sense. You have the on and off ramps from the from the interstate; it's right there. Mm-hmm. You
2: can see them from there. You can,
0: you know, it has the space. For you would it. have to add them. You would have to add a second uh, on and off ramp. Yeah, but
1: I think I think you can be. I think it would work. Um, I do love the I, I love the fact that the comment section is on a completely different topic than we are at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's always a new. There's always a different show going on. In the comments. <laughs> yeah, Usually they're sure. really good about it. Usually <laughs> Hector and like some of the others are really good about it. Yeah. No, they're going back and forth about voters having voices and blah blah
0: blah. Oh. Uh, Scott Levinson is always one oh, of oh stuff people. like Ugh. important stuff like that. Oh my god. <laughs> but I actually hadn't thought about that as a location um i think that's a great location i think the ybor location's out the door because uh the the owners of the property have already started to move forward with other plans mm-hmm. um you know even after they've kicked out all the people who who left there and who lived there unfortunately kicking out black I people mean, yes and, and yeah. i
2: you know what and, and and the reason i i i like the um the nebraska avenue choice is no one lives on that property no yeah right no one lives there. And, and
0: and 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 again we find ourselves in i think a two or a three year waiting list right now for affordable housing here in in hillsborough county which is unacceptable um and again you know you the, the, what's what i don't get is how democrats get a pass on this stuff i mean look at what buckhorn did to all the affordable housing in tampa you know he he undid the all the stuff there along the river you know they they, they tore down all that kind of stuff don't get me wrong it needed to to have something it replace it something should have happened something should have replaced it you know um but to just tear down and then still here we are years later with nothing there to replace it i think is also wholly and you know unacceptable um and then we look at what happened in ybor and those buildings are still sitting there now again they were in terrible shape you know and i think that when you have affordable housing like there needs to be some sort of accountability as to the quality and the maintenance of of those kind of facilities mm-hmm. but you know they they allowed the community the city the county allowed those communities to degrade you know to that level it's really on them you know but again i mean we talk about you know the the stadium and these kind of pet projects and who always gets displaced it's we always do. yeah exactly it's always mm-hmm. you know the mostly black neighborhoods you know and that again and where do you go you know where do these people go i mean oftentimes they they ruskin well that's where they're having to go i mean they're having to go to Wai mama they're having to go to ruskin they're having to go you know the outskirts but again they don't the jobs aren't out there you know and most of these people live close to where they work because they don't have another choice you know you're going to tell me you're going to catch a bus all the way from ruskin to come to your job in, you know in 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 the middle of tampa no you're not going to do
1: that but we have done this before and i don't want to get into this because i know that others have gotten into this when it comes to affordable housing but we've done we've done this before where we've had uh, affordable housing, and we were able to transition the property to where it was still functioning as it was being developed, and so we weren't really kicking people off. And I'm thinking of the the, the affordable housing on 22nd and um, 22nd and and um, not Hillsborough, 22nd and Martin Luther King that has been, it looks like a suburb. It, right. it, and these houses have three or four families, like the way they transitioned them. Yeah. They look like suburban houses. Right. And so you don't have that stigma. That, that stigma of that blight. But that was, that they didn't displace that entire community. It was yeah. built as it was being developed. And not, But then in other parts of the city, and especially the city, you see them taking out entire communities of that. The, the affordable housing next to uh, Tampa Prep, is uh, is uh, the land is up for redevelopment now and they're going to kick all those people out and they continues wow. to do that because they want to they want to take control of the narrative and they want well, to they build also want out the those, tax dollars they want the tax dollars all that stuff around Blake High School all of that development yeah.
0: has been taken out cuz they they see that the now the waterfront is valuable. Well that was part of the that was part of the North Boulevard demolition. Yep. Yes. You know and then the only the, now where they they've only seemed to have done it right at least so far is that high rise you know, that they remodeled, they remodeled the existing high rise, added another one right in front of it. And I think another one, they, right yeah, behind they, it. they, to, they weren't allowed to bring it down. It had to be functioning as right. they were
1: developing. Yeah. And I remember the fight when that occurred and I, I was like, why are they adding more? Because Tampa has a beautiful skyline when yeah. it comes to the trees and everything else. You have very few houses projects that are and I, development projects that are more than I think like five or six stories and the fact that they're adding more towers, i'm like why are they doing and it's because they're consolidating mm-hmm. all of the affordable housing into that block away right. from the water
0: closer to the interstate so then they can parse out what's happening yeah, on the they other want side. they want to bring in those developers that are going to bring them in major tax dollars do you know what those you know what that's called it's called
2: reservations they're putting folks mm-hmm. on reservations yeah mm. yeah that's true they did that in the 60s everywhere else in the country. And those ended up being the most dangerous places
0: in the whole city. Well, North Boulevard was that. I mean, you talk about your your drug deals, you talked about, I mean, it's like, you know, if you were trying to get down to Ricky's, I mean, you had to like yes. gun it through, yes. the, you know, the, you, I mean, you, you were not stopping or slowing down, you know, going through that neighborhood, um, you know, because especially at night, it was just, it was a bad situation, you know? And so again, it's trying to find that balance. Yeah, that was a problem area. You know, but again, I think, you know, talking about how Enable is saying, you know, transitional development, I think in that situation would have been the right way to handle that. And so you're not displacing hundreds of families all at once. Uh, and, and to me, like the fact that that's not part of Buckhorn's legacy is beyond me, because that's exactly what he did and how nobody held him accountable. Nope. I mean, the black community didn't hold him accountable to that, nope. you know, and how many hundreds of black no, no, families no did he displace? Who, we can no have
2: people wearing, wearing the yellow t-shirts <laughs> And y'all know who y'all are. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Silent. Yeah. Absolutely silent. All right. Well, we went hyper local there for a little bit, but, uh, you know, definitely a good conversation that needs to be had, you know. And uh, we appreciate everybody for watching The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. And again, tonight's most diverse conservative podcast in politics with uh willie lawson Anibal david cabrera thank you so much willie for coming on the show thank bro. you for inviting this me is a lot of fun i had a great time yeah it's been too long since we'd seen you. i know man i know we had to like pull you out and drag you out by your by, by that beautiful beard you're uh, yeah because there. you know i i'm old and i sleep a lot now
2: <laughs> That's I and you have this.
0: a job too which what's that about yeah, I have a job, mean, it's like,
2: yes because a black man in america got to work
0: i know i appreciate you taking a day <laughs> off <jobs>. you know <laughs> So, um, we're definitely going to be having you back on, and cool. uh, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. So we'll see. You at you so the, we'll much. see
1: you at the next HRAC meeting. <laughs> 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 that
0: that, that would make funny, the news. That? that would be the headline on the in the Tampa Bay Times. I don't know, the next I don't day. know what they would. They would. I don't think they would let you in. Actually. No. I don't think he's supposed. I don't think he's supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would be the words coming out of the chair's mouth. The that's chair, what man. would happen right there. Right I mean, now. I, I'm more than comfortable saying that out loud.
0: Well, and what's sad is, is that you know they the, these small you know black contingency that we did have i mean is pretty virtually gone pretty much virtually gone um because you know you haven't been going to the meetings in some time eddie doesn't go to the meetings anymore um you know and uh, you know we send him as our representative <laughs> <laughs> all, all right <sighs> well thank you everybody for watching don't forget to like subscribe and share this episode on whatever platform you may be watching what's that one more thing oh the one more thing Yeah. Is we're we're doing good do. time. Don't look
1: at me like that <laughs> we are doing good on time woman
0: all right subscribe also to the audio version <laughs> of our podcast wow he busted out the w Ooh, Man you may be pissing off the wrong blonde woman uh, uh, tonight <laughs> it's, it's either one blonde or the other honestly <laughs> <laughs> Well at least this one can't make you sleep on the couch so you know. uh,
1: One, phone call, one <laughs> phone call she probably could good. <laughs>
0: Please, if you can, we would like for you to uh, subscribe to the audio version of our podcast. You can find it pretty much anywhere uh, that our tech tech overlords allow. Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, uh, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and now Samsung podcast platforms. Um, And so one last thing, and Don't make it sound like I am the one
1: that's pushing this point.
0: (laughs) What's your one last thing?
1: Um, The fact that I am getting to that, madam.
0: For for Willie, who hasn't been on the show, what we try to do with the one last thing is a story that we're following, that we came across, that is kind of flying under the radar that needs a little more attention. So
1: So my one last thing was going to be- And we try not to discuss it, by the way. (laughs) Which always fails. Yeah, which never, (laughs) never happens. I'm trying. Someone is continually interrupting me. Go ahead. I will say this: the one last thing that I I was going to talk about was the uh, quick um, collapse of the U.S. stock market. We were down almost a thousand points. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. But my one last thing will be the conflict with uh, Ukraine and Russia, which I think the U.S. is starting to put themselves in a position that I don't think we'll be able to back out of. With when it comes to the treaties that we have signed. So it's going to have to be something that we're going to have to get involved. Um, I'm not surprised with Russia um, putting itself out there and in the position that it's going to invade because it has nothing else better to do. It wants its population to feel threatened. And the way Russians feel threatened is by their border situation.
0: Well, and while Biden wanted to be the guy who got us out of the war, mm-hmm. and I don't think he got that I don't think they got the credit they wanted for because they screwed it up so bad. I don't think they got the the brownie points on that front Um, there. They could end up being the next administration to get us in back into a war. They won't be able to talk us into it and they're gonna do it anyways. Right.
2: Yep, that's exactly right.
0: How about you, Willie? Anything you're watching? Anything here? In Eatonville, Florida.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is, there was a town council race. That, that, that a federal judge just overturned the results because the incumbent and the former mayor cheated. Wow. What? Yes. Yes, they actually, the, the, the former mayor who owned a, um, a motel that this guy was staying in, and he was sort of forced to go down and vote for the incumbent and then later got kicked out anyway. Um, so a, a, a federal, uh, you know what, a judge overturned the election in Eatonville in, 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 a, town, in, a, in a town council race. And, my, and this is a small thing. There was less than 500 votes total in this, sure. in, 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 in this district. But this kind of stuff goes on. So when I hear, there's no such thing as formal fraud, right here, I'm like, BS. Yeah, And the idea is, it was funny about Eatonville, everybody there said, yeah of course right they
0: weren't surprised this, by this it.
2: this happens all the time yeah
0: well it's small town politics i mean they know what's up it's they the, know who's it's running the best pet. kind
2: small town <laughs> is the best if it happens kind. in Edenville, yeah. why wouldn't it happen in miami or chicago or new york or anywhere right. else
1: because those are democratically run uh, city states basically that they've become yeah
0: and as is Edenville, but mm. especially mm. In,
2: in you know what in that all black district <sighs> oh my gosh that's a whole Great nother show right there
0: all right so well uh, we'll definitely be bringing up i think that we'll we'll definitely have to go down into the stock market uh, uh topic for next week uh given that again i mean everything was hunky dory up until uh eh, really. just a little bit ago well at least on the surface hey you know. crypto
1: is now at thirty three thousand. 000 it's almost <laughs> lost half its value from in november oh my God. who would have thought that was going to happen I'm from something betting. that's not considered an asset but i digress I'm hop back in. Willie, <laughs> 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 stop it.
2: What? <laughs> you do not invest in things this is that only, are speculative. This all is right. only for entertainment value.
0: <laughs> exactly. Disclaimer, disclaimer.
2: <laughs> On behalf of an evil everywhere. David
0: Cabrera, Willie Lawson, <laughs> and your host, Johnny Torres. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. We uh, hope to see you back here next Monday, 7 o'clock, uh, 7-ish. Why not? Uh, this has been The Yard Sign. Good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. Bang. <laughs>